Hello, hello. This is Ash bringing you a very special episode of Flicks and Scoops. Now, I use special in the loosest sense. This episode is recorded at Podfest Berlin, where I was hosting an ice cream social. It's the first time we've done a live recording, so despite a few teething issues, I'm pretty happy with the outcome. We had a couple of mics set up on the ice cream stand so I could hassle the customers, but I also enlisted the help of a couple of very charitable friends. First up, we've got the hostess with the mostess, Trainer. He was helping me scoop and make sure proceedings were zany enough. So teeing us off with some zany miscellany. Here's Trainer. Billy Zane. Hollywood heartthrob. You know him. Were you familiar with his film debut? Back to the Future. Match. One of Biff's thugs. Thank you. And then we also had Stu on the team, who you may recognise from earlier episodes of Flicks and Scoops. We had a roaming mic for someone in the field to interview guests, and so we needed a consummate professional. I'm Stu Yala, Asher Smith's man in the field for the Flicks and Scoops ice cream social. And we're going to go around talking to people about movies and ice cream. So, sorry, what was your name again? Now it's time for ice cream. And you can get it right here. Yes, yes, oh yay. I'm Ash, this is Flicks and Scoops, where I'm mashing together films and ice cream. Here today we've got a veritable smorgasbord of film-inspired ice cream flavours for your tasting pleasure. There's E.T., which is vegan chocolate peanut butter, an Indian spice chai for Darjeeling Limited, Big Lebowski-inspired white Russian, which is alcoholic, and a new flavour just for Podfest is coffee and tobacco for the film Coffee and Cigarettes. Um, don't be put off by the mics. I've got a feeling it's going to be enough of a shit show that I'm going to forget to use them anyway. <laughs> Regardless, welcome to Podfest Berlin and Flicks and Scoops live and let die. Or D, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what about the white Russian? Yeah, sure. It's alcoholic. You're allowed to drink on shit. Sure. Is he? The Big Lebowski or is he the dude? He's the dude. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if any of us can be quite as chill and cool as the dude. Even Jeff Bridges himself is probably not. Did you enjoy the White Russian? I love the, I love the White Russian. <laughs> and do you enjoy the movie it was inspired by? Oh, I mean, that's why I went for the flavor because... Uh, you know, epic movie. It's like a, a movie of a generation. What does it all mean? I don't know. But uh, yeah, loved the White Russian, loved uh, the ice cream flavor and the movie. Do you feel like you've incorporated any of the dude's values into your own life? I mean, I, I would like to say I have. Maybe deep down, like in the back of my mind, it's like something I, I know I could aspire to, um, that I could be more dude-like. A lot of stuff happens to the dude, but he usually, you know, it's like, ah, oh, man... And he gets on with it, you know? He, he, he figures out a way some, some way or another. He abides. He abides. The dude the, abides. Yeah. The dude abides. Do you like the movie? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. What do you love about it so much? It's hard to, like, put your finger on what's so great about it, but it, there's something... Yeah, it's kind of... It. It's got a, a plot that's unnecessarily complicated, uh, but through that, you have that stream of, of the dude just living his life. It's been compared a lot to, like, 
Zen Buddhism. People have done that comparison. Got to Stoicism. Like one of the one of the interpretations I heard of it is it's like a kind of response to American capitalism. And that's why it's got all the a few Gulf War themes running through it. Saddam Hussein appears in the dream sequence. Right. And it's like the dude is is a response to that kind of being trapped in that kind of system, just and uh, in a quite passive passive Eastern Zen way, just right. going through it. In general, would you describe yourself as more a flicker or a scooper? Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. Ash came up with it, so I ask him that question Is it frequently. With eating ice cream now. Yeah. So he means ice cream or um, films. If you had to live in a world without ice cream, without films, which one would you choose? I would probably have to choose a world without ice cream. I guess there's a lot of other desserts out there. That's true, but there's a lot of other media out there, especially now. That's true. Like, what is even a movie like? Can I watch something on Netflix that was like, is that a movie? Direct to Netflix? I don't know. If it's just not going to the cinema, I, don't, I only go to the cinema like maybe two times on average a year. So I could get by without going to the cinema. Without any movies at all, that would be, it'd feel like I was giving up quite a bit. Hello. Hello. What are we? What, what? I, I'm, I'm Ash's man in the field. Mm-hmm. Panda Watch. Panda Watch. It's from Anchorman. Okay. Oh, right. Brian right. Yeah. It's a movie quote. Uh -huh. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. I, I know that one too. I'm, I'm not Robin Williams. No. I'm, I'm the reincarnation of Robin Williams. You are? Uh huh. But it, it feels like your lifespans would have overlapped. I don't want to make any assumptions, but. I'm, I'm only six years. How long has it been? Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah. Not, I guess that probably did happen. I mean, I don't know how reincarnation works, so maybe, maybe overlaps are possible. <laughs> Clearly not very well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Yeah, um, are you a fan of Robin Williams movies? There's no ice cream on Robin Williams, but if you want to talk about that. No, that's true. There's not. No, I am a, actually. No, I think Robin Williams is a bona fide American treasure. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah definitely. Like it, it, Robin Williams, I think he was the only celebrity where I felt a bit sad when he died. Because generally, when celebrities die, I find it a bit odd to to grieve because I'm like, I didn't actually know them. Right. But, Let me ask you this. Has your have your feelings about Robin Williams changed in any substantial way, knowing that he suffered rather mightily from mental health issues, from other issues? Like, like um, our our jester clearly had this profound pain. Does that change your the way you feel about the work that he did and the works he was in? I mean, if anything, slightly more impressed. But I think it's quite a common story. Right, it is. It is. Like the the sad clown that can make everyone else laugh and be happy. Yeah. But, he, but with Robin Williams, it's not just um, not just his comedy chops. He also had serious acting chops, right? It's not your it's not your fault, Will. Yeah. Will, it's, it's not your fault. Yeah. I mean, stop it, man. <laughs> not you, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I mean, have you tried? I know you're on the door here, but have you managed to try any of the ice cream? I regrettably have not. I've given out a lot of buttons for ice cream, and I've felt really proud to give out ice cream buttons. Like, I feel like I'm genuinely bringing joy into people's lives by giving out the, the free ice cream button tokens, but I haven't tried any yet. I'm told that there's peanut butter chocolate. Is it true? There is peanut butter chocolate. 
It's uh, it's vegan peanut butter chocolate as well, so it's very chocolatey. Huh, vegan. I can do that though. I can do that. I think peanut butter chocolate is the the great um, combination of our times. Like Mork and Mindy, but for our times. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, can I try this one? Of course you can. I've never had a tobacco-flavored ice cream. Come for a cone. A cup, please. Okay. Oh, hold on, What's your standard snack to go for with movies? With movies? Um, I'm going to say popcorn. I'm a big fan of popcorn in general, and... Um, uh, I have been accused of eating popcorn for dinner before, and it's true, so I'm going to say popcorn. So you don't think you'd be one round to ice cream? Um, maybe, but, you know, eating ice cream in the dark, actually, that would be interesting. Huh, yeah. You know, I'll have to go eat ice cream in the dark and get back to you. It's less noisy if you're in a cinema theater. This is true. This is true. It's more uh, considerate of your neighbors, yeah. Unless you've got an ice cream with, like, crunchy bits in. Like the peanuts. Yeah, don't eat the cone. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You know, um, in the interest of research, I tried a little bit of each four flavors, of the four flavors, and in the end, I went for the um, Darjeeling Express, the chai. Okay. And do you know the movie it's based on? Yes, I absolutely do. I do, I do like it. Um, it's very opulent. Um, it's not my favorite Wes Anderson film, but, um, but it, it is a good one. Right. Which one is your favorite? Oh, that's really a hard question. I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to go for Rushmore for sentimental reasons, but um, I'm quite fond of Grand Budapest Hotel as well. I mean, there's so many great ones. It's, it's really hard to pick one. Is there ever any point where his movies get a bit too much Wes Anderson? Um, Moonrise Kingdom's not my favorite for that reason. It's a little bit like a a, um, I was going to say a Gap ad. That's a very American reference. I mean, it's a little bit like a hipster clothing ad a little bit. Um, and that one struck me as being a little bit too Wes Anderson in a way. But he's really changed our visual culture, I think. So it's maybe a little bit unfair to judge him for <laughs> having this kind of back and forth between you know, advertising and fashion because he's very involved in that world now since becoming so popular. Um, yeah, I mean, you do have that, that risk of, like, the quirkiness. And there's this, you know, there was that great video that was around, like, Wes Anderson does a superhero film, you know, and it, it's hilarious because it's true. I mean, he does have such a set um, style that you might think, well, what, what would happen if he did broaden his horizons a little bit? And who knows? Which leads us nicely into a plug from the very generous sponsor of the Ice Cream Social, Backhouse Projects. Backhouse Projects are a community-led arts and events space for workshops, talks, and shows based on Weserstrasse in Norkeln. One of the Backhouse team popped in to say, hello. Do you have any film recommendations for the listeners that you think everybody should watch? Everybody should watch. Um, hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to get some inspiration from what I'm seeing here. Oh, interesting. I mean, the Spice Chai is... Um, Darjeeling Limited. Tonight I'm going to go watch, um, what's it called? French Dispatch? Um, and it's not so much a recommendation, but a kind of like, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's, it's a way in which you experience like a, an Anderson film. I don't know about you, but the first time I watch an Anderson film, it's, I, I have disdain for it. I what was the first one that you watched? I think it was Life Aquatic, um, which I actually ended up loving uh, after like the second or third watch. 
if colleague might interject, please. I also first experienced Wes Anderson through Live Aquatic and have only seen it the one time and still hate it. Oh, okay, okay. So we haven't we haven't been converted I, yet. I, I hate it. To be you hate it as well. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I I, I, don't, I also don't want to back that film if it's actually really bad. I have semi good memories of it, but I feel like Anderson films are ones that like on first viewing. Eh. But then later on, I find uh, it's okay. You know, it has some, it has some, um, some uh, girth to them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would want to mention one little fact here. I was, uh, I'm not such a huge fan of Tarantino the person, but I was listening to an uh, interview of his directing style. Because um, as you're probably listening <coughs> and hearing, I'm eating. And uh, it, was oft, uh, it, was, it was said in this interview that he... Uh, he generally likes to build scenes around food or he likes to kind of like find ways to, inter- to, to put the food into uh, a character who might be struggling with their performance as a means to feel more comfortable, to feel more at ease. I think like one of the ones I can come off the top of my head is in Inglorious Bastards. You know, he's in the restaurant, uh, what's his name, Christoph? The Apple Strudel. Um, and he uses it as like a, a tool for tension, but also uh, to naturalize uh, the, the, the performance. And so I'm hoping that as I'm eating this ice cream, that's also translating right now. There are people from all over the globe attending the festival, so I asked a few of them to talk about ice cream. Yes, the classical Mallorcan ice creams. It's half coconut. You have the, uh, how do you say, the, the, the real coconut thing. Yeah, of the shell. Yeah. The shell of the coconut, and inside is a coconut ice cream with a small tablet of chocolate. And then you have the other, the orange one. It's a peel of the orange. They take it off, and with this they make the ice cream. They put it inside again in the orange. And then there is a third one that is bonbon. That is like a square of mm, cream covered with chocolate. I don't know. It's like a maxi bond kind of style. Nice. <laughs> my connections to ice cream maybe because um, I, know I go to Italy very often uh, I eat a lot of ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah. So the that's gelato the there is insane yeah I mean the Italian ice cream you know world famous and everything uh, I also work with Turkey very often there yeah Turkish ice cream maybe you know also kind of interesting they, yeah Malash, there's like you know? stringy dondon yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah they do the yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. corbusy thing with the, the ice cream there Kahraman Marash you know totally yeah yeah apart from that the place I actually come from Romania I've been here I mean I'm, I've been uh, living outside my country for 15 years now Italy, Turkey, Germany and a little bit Portugal um, but I mean Romania our kind of ice cream is I mean we used to have like communist ice cream before eight nine. <laughs> not so exciting and afterwards some kind of soft ice cream thing which now is like a comeback really cool in Germany I don't know why for me it's like oh my god it's like post 89 ice cream not interesting but um, yeah but what was this so, communist ice cream? Uh, okay communist I mean just bad <laughs> <laughs> or some kind of weird paste put in some kind of waffle thing had like another form like this like a like a glass form was like a you know cup yeah, yeah, yeah. but bigger and uh, this kind of compound was put inside some kind of like paste was frozen but it was okay it was edible I mean I, I people were eating that also but it was not so refined and so tasty and we have like in Italy we have thousand types of uh, ice cream you know no you just had I think chocolates and or vanilla and strawberry that's it you know and using a lot of um, conservatives you know like <laughs> colorful stuff <laughs> so yeah but we lived for that and we made it and uh, yeah we hope for a better ice cream in the future
Let's get some ice cream, yeah. Thank you. Some dog biscuits in there as well. That's nice. Thank you. That is banging. Can you tell me how you got this tobacco vibe going on in this ice cream? This is pretty. Can I maybe guess? Pretty impressive. Please, please. Or the smoked, so, the smoked so flavour. Just, just for people to know, Chris is a mixologist. Would you call it? That's a wanker. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I am a wanker. <laughs> so I make cocktails, but I'm thinking. There's only one flavour that I really know that, that I've infused stuff with to get a tobacco flavour, and it's a particular type of tea. It's called Lapsang tea. Oh, I remember that cocktail. Yeah, and it gets gives this kind of smoky tobacco flavour. It kind of like it's like pipe tobacco, and I used to infuse vodka with it and make like a smoky uh, martini. I think it was martini. Martini, it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like this. It was basically just a martini, but with a really smoky whiskey flavour. Simply uh, due to this really distinct tobacco taste of this tea but it's not that it's not that I can tell by his face already yeah yeah I can tell by his face it's not that I wish I hadn't done that because it would have made me sound so much cooler did you yeah yeah did you did you literally smoke a pack of fags while all this was going on I subsequently found out that my employees were skiving so Dave when you first came to this ice cream social you were simply Ash's number one fan now you've managed to wheedle your way into the business. I have the privilege, nay, honour of representing him to the greater Instagram audience. And how do you how do you present him? If you have to sum up the man in three words, what would those three words be? Small, unprofessional, and easily amused. That's hyphenated, that last one. A man like Ash, you can only really imagine him in a movie if it was animated. Because if he actually appeared as the man he is, people, they just wouldn't believe it. It'd be too cartoonish. So you've got to really lean into that and do him as a cartoon so people ex- accept that this man exists. What's your favourite cartoon movie? It's a toss-up. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie, or potentially Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. You don't even feel like trying to pretend to be a grown-up by saying something like Studio Ghibli or anything like that? Well, that doesn't make you more or less of a grown-up. I mean, the, the scene is films with more artistic integrity than SpongeBob SquarePants movie. But maybe, maybe you want to challenge that. Maybe I'm so far grown upwards that I can see past the perceived childishness of a cartoon movie. Yeah. So what ice cream would you go for while you're being a grown-up watching your cartoons? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger for Spongebob? Obviously for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Spoken like a true non-fan of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Have you tried the ice cream? I have tried the ice cream. What's your favourite flavour? I like the White Russian. The White Russian? Do you like the movie that's inspired by? I love the movie. In fact... Some might say that the dude was somewhat modelled around me as a person. I think it's like on record that it was modelled on a guy in Hollywood who goes to the dude convention every year. Um, so what, we just trust records now, do we? I mean, it's what the Coen brothers have said. Oh, and we just trust the Coen brothers now, do we? Fucking clown shoes. Anyway, a couple of other podcasters from the festival swung by to have a quick chat about films. First up was the Georg half of Matilda and Georg. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That yeah, was an interesting. I like that one. <laughs> oh, excuse me. 
No, not at all. Not at all, but it, it was one of the like recent... I didn't see that coming. Like more popular movie, movies. I was thinking maybe picking something slightly more popular so that people okay. would have seen, like yeah, not yeah. too obscure. And out of all the blockbuster movies I've seen like in the past five years or so, that was probably the one that like um, that gave me, made me feel the most stuff. An ice cream flavor for for uh, you would pick the ice cream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what 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 ice cream flavor would you pick for that? I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like Marvel films. I think the main issue that I had with Guardians is that mm -hmm. after that first one. Everybody started trying to do the same thing where they just put in really good like 70s rock and roll music. Yeah, absolutely. To superhero stuff and it's kind of similar with tired, uh, like you know? I guess in the 90s when Tarantino became popular right, and right. suddenly everybody had like pop songs on there like exactly. Exactly. My favorite movie is called Ex Drummer. It's a Belgian like I don't know like pretty dark edgy art house film. What was it again? Ex drummer, like okay. a person who used to play the drums. Ex drummer, oh, okay. um, uh, and it's like I, I, I like to describe it as Lars von Trier on speed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the style. Right, like it's right, super right. dark, it's super edgy, but also very poetic. Mm -hmm. But I felt it's probably a bit too depressing for like having ice cream. They would have to no, have the no, ice cream no too. Fil no film is off bounds. Yeah. I did Grizzly Man. Which, oh. is pretty, <laughs> which, which is pretty rough but cool I'll check it out extra but still in terms of yeah. Guardians yeah, and yeah. the second one is um, a little bit more emotional with a little bit more daddy issues okay. and pretty well paced based on that so colorful space opera pretty weird but also sort of emotionally grounded like yeah. doing like a lot of like tonal shifts between absolute crazy cartoony stuff and then very so what kind of what kind of ice cream flavor? I feel like popping candy should definitely popping be popping candy would be a good shout mm -hmm. actually. Uh, maybe something green. What's like a space themed food? Maybe space food. Yeah, so yeah, the vacuum like, like electrolyte paste. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that that you'd have to. This is the issue that I have, right? Because usually there's at least 10 minutes of thought goes into what flavour I'm going to do. Oh. Uh, and I realise doing it live now, I'm going to have to think on my feet quite a lot. So I'm going to go with green popping candy. <laughs> yeah, matcha tea popping candy. Nice. And then Joel from Radio Spätkauf had a quick few minutes. No, but we call it um, Spätkauf because uh, at the time we were looking for a name that sort of represented something that every... Berlin Berliner relates to you know and everyone goes to the Spätkauf at least once a week right, to right. pick up something or other and it's a you know, like they're almost like the local community centers of the city you know you have, do you want to ask me about my favorite movie or something I wanted to ask what film you think is representative of Berlin oh wow that's putting me on the spot well I'm going to answer with my favorite film that has a tangential relation to Berlin which is Hedwig and the Angry Inch do you know that one? Again, which, which was it? Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Okay, no, it's, I don't know this one. It's a um, it's a musical film, right? Recorded, uh, filmed like maybe 10, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and it's about a, um, a East Berliner who decides to escape the city by having an operation to become a woman, so that she can marry an American GI right, right. and leave the city. Um, but the operation goes terribly wrong and um, she ends up rather 
miss, uh, well, anyway, she ends up going to, to the US and becoming a pop star, but um, having a lot of dramas along the way. Yeah. And it's a fantastic um, flamboyant rock musical with tons of great songs. And um, it's also a stage musical mm. now, but the film is fantastic and I love it. And it starts off with scenes in Berlin um, and it, for me, it's one of the reasons I moved here. Oh, very <laughs> nice. I want to make this episode a bit shorter than normal so it doesn't just sound like a sea of talking heads. So I'd like to end with my favourite interview of the day. To see us out, here's Stu. What do you think to this film, Ice Cream Mashup? Do you think it's a good idea, got legs, or do you think it's just... Oh, yeah, you have to take inspiration from somewhere. So why not ice cream? <laughs> yeah, or films. So this combination of films and ice cream, you don't really have it so much in America, right? I guess not. British cinemas always serve ice cream. Oh, really? It's, it's quite a British thing. Oh, I tried to explain. I, I tried to explain to Ash that it wasn't. It, it's a uniquely British thing, mm-hmm. and they're not going to get exactly what he's doing, but he's pushing ahead with it. So, I think they might have started the next thing inside. I'm not seeing anybody standing there. Okay. Cheers to everyone who came down and took part in the Ice Cream Social and thanks a lot to Podfest Berlin and Dan for organising it and inviting us to be there. Look forward to the next one. Luckily for whoever carried on listening, you've got this shitty little Marvel-esque Easter egg, but we've got new episodes of Flicks and Scoops in a bag and even newer episodes in the planning stage. So keep an ear out and see you soon. Now it's time for Ice Cream. Get it right here. Ice, 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 ice cream.